0: 95% of the market isn't actually ready to buy. That is a statement that I have made before. Lots of people talk about it. And it's just very true. The reality is, most people who are in your feed and your social media feed, who you're trying to engage with and turn into clients, they're not clients, not yet. And they might not even want to. So let's say, for example, you're like, I work heavily with mortgage advisors, financial advisors. If you want a mortgage, You want a mortgage, but if you're in a fixed rate for two years, you're not in the market for a mortgage. And this is an issue. This is something that so many of us get confused about. Is we try to try to generate leads, generate clients from people who at this point are not even in the market to buy the product or service that you have. This is quite common, very common indeed. And so this isn't a bad thing because what it actually is quite important about it is you want to actually now grab their attention. Before they need to buy, this is the real value in the marketing and the social media marketing, especially stuff that I talk about a lot, is <clears throat> and social selling is this idea that you don't want people who are customers right now. What you really want to do is make people aware of you so when they will become a customer, when they need that service, you're the only person they think of. <coughs> that is what this is that's exactly how all of this marketing works. It's all about making sure that when people need a mortgage, when people need some financial advice, when people need marketing and sales coaching, there's only one definitive choice. And you can do that in a number of ways. And We're going to break it down in this episode right now. So the first thing you want to look at is create content that educates them on their real pain points. So identify your client's pain points what are they really feeling? Because a lot of times, especially when I speak to mortgage brokers about this, they actually think they don't really know what their client's pain points are. They assume there's something, (coughs) I'm sorry, I've got a sore throat today, but they haven't actually spent the time to think about it and actually identify it. So create, if you identify that problem, the real pain points they have, then create content that educates them on those pain points you're off to a start. The next thing you want to look at then is to distribute that content where they spend their time. So don't distribute their content on platforms you like. So if your ideal client is on Instagram, then go to Instagram. But if you like Instagram and your ideal client is on Facebook, you need to be on Facebook. And This idea that is pushed around in content marketing, which is go to the one you enjoy the most because that's the one that you're going to see the most benefit from because you like it. That's not a good one to do. And the reason being is because it just because you like it, if no one else is there, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> I see, I did this myself. When I was using, um, I was when I was a mortgage broker many years ago making videos, I used Instagram as a mortgage broker because I thought that would be the best place to be. I second kind of thought, didn't really think about it much, but just threw my content up onto LinkedIn as well. LinkedIn outperformed Instagram massively at the time. Because my audience was on LinkedIn and I hadn't thought about it in that depth. So that's definitely something you need to think about is where are the, your customers and can you identify where they are and spend the time on those platforms? Next thing to do is show up on those platforms that you've identified every single day. I do let people off weekends and stuff if you want to, but realistically, every single day is what you need to do. Once a week is not enough. Showing up and rocking up and being like, okay, it's once a week. I'm just going to quickly. Rocking up once a week and I just had to cough. Rocking up once a week and thinking that you are going to just put a post out there and then people are going to shut Just going to flood your gate, your doors with leads. It's not going to happen. You need to show up every single day with content, with engagement, with purpose. And by doing that, people will start to know, like, and trust you, but it's, it is, it's a long play. And if it was good, and if it was easy, sorry, everyone would do it, <clears throat> but it's not. That's one of the things. If you think that you're going to shove every single day, and these people are seeing you every single day over time, you know, when they're ready to buy, you're the person they've done. Now, you know, what next thing you want to look at doing is develop creatives that make you stand out. So we've nailed that clarity, we've nailed that consistency, and then it's creativity. How can you stand out from your competition? How do you stand out from other people? This is the creative side. If you notice, this is not the first thing I've said you should focus on. This is quite far down the line. Many people focus on the creatives first. They think that they need to be different than everybody else. The first way to be different than everybody else is to one, be clearer, and two, be more consistent. Don't think that your videos have to look Better or different or more creative that is the cherry on the top. It's definitely an important part, but it's not the be-all and end-all and in fact I see so many people who spend hours making creative videos, one video and in that time they could have made maybe a hundred videos the time it took them to make that one video that was super creative. Don't get caught in that trap but <clears throat> once you're ready you can use that to your advantage and really lean into that. The next thing you want to do is answer their questions. So as you start to build out your audience, build out your social and start to really create a strategy that works for you, answer the questions that your audience ask you. I do this with a live Q&A. I host a live Q&A every Friday, but <clears throat> you can do it any way you want. You can use Instagram, you can use polls, you can ask questions on, on socials, but answer the questions they actually have. Get your co- clients to ask you some questions, make a note of them when you start answering exactly the questions that your audience are asking you, that's when the real power starts to happen. Because I can guarantee you, you do not know the real questions your audience are have or or, or are thinking. You don't. I don't. Like I get blown away on my, the reason I do my Friday lives is, and my Friday live Q&A is because I get blown away by how the questions that come out are stuff I would never think about but they're not bad questions. They're very good questions, but they're things I'm like, oh yeah, I know the answer to that, but I never thought I would. you would want to know that. Very, very powerful. So answer those questions and get them from there. And then you want to finally, at the end of it, become a resource for this individual. You want them to refer back to you <clears throat> when they're thinking about this stuff. You want them to think that the, you're somebody who is is a resource that I can just tap into when I need them. And when that happens, what that does in summary is when this actually happens, you start to become a trusted resource. You get to help them solve their pain points and you give them. And if you give without the expectation of the discovery call in return, guess what? You will get all the business you want because 95% of that market isn't ready to buy. But eventually if you're, let's say like, depending on the client, ideal clients and what you're looking at, eventually a very large majority, in some cases, nearly all are going to be ready to buy. And your job is to seed that so that over time, the inbound leads become normal. They become organic. I just spend most of my, most of my week is spent with clients or taking discovery calls of which not a single time have I used ads to generate discovery calls. Not a single time have I ever outreached to somebody and said, we should work together ever. So It all comes from this power of seeding in and building a a foundation and knowing the content you're making today is not for your client, but for your client in a year to two years time. When they're ready, they'll come for you. That is such a key difference between the two. If you can nail that, you'll win. It's as simple as that.